I believe stories change the world. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 says, They triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Your testimony is worth sharing because it has power. My name is Carol Oyola, host of the Overcome Today podcast, which aims to inspire and empower you to stand tall, shine in confidence, because you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Hello, Overcomers, and welcome to episode 82. I hope you're all keeping well. Um, Christmas is almost here. Oh, I can't wait. Um, Yeah, I hope you're having a great time and a great week. Um, If this is your first time here, thank you so much for being here, and I hope you like it here. Please, let's connect on social media. That is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at overcome today or you can shoot me an email overcome today podcast at gmail.com or you can share that you're listening by sharing a screenshot and tagging overcome today and using the hashtag overcome today great so this week i don't have my top three because it's just been that week guys it's just been that week however it's also been a week of gratitude my son turned five on wednesday and it was just an amazing time Um, And I'm so grateful to God that he's let him see his fifth birthday. And I pray that he lets him see many, many more. And that I get to see them as well. Great. So this month, or rather in the next few weeks, we will be doing a series called God Healed Me. It's so interesting because I posted this after I'd already spoken to my guest, um, who I'll talk about in a few Um, And so when she shared her story, I just remembered that, I mean, it fits so well into the theme. And just to let you know that this week is so exciting because I have my first international guest. Yes, the Overcome Today podcast is going global. Yes, in Jesus' name, we declare and decree. Um, But I'm so grateful to have Lauren, who wrote to me a few weeks back, uh, or actually in October, and told me that she listens to my podcast, which was quite humbling, and that she'd like to share her story. So I'm so grateful that she made the time to be able to be on this podcast. Um, So Lauren is a mom of two beautiful children. She became born again in 2004, and she has been very transparent about her ups and downs with mental health, depression, anxiety, and self-harm. Um, actually, when she was much younger, she was diagnosed with a condition that sort of, you know, at that point, there was no hope because it has no cure. And it meant um, she's not able to do a lot of things. And that's what led into a downward spiral regarding her mental health. However, there's hope because God helped her with these. And she has learned to refocus from the negative and towards Christ. She practices being mindful of him. That's the name of her blog, Mindful of Christ, and she is the author of Christian-based cognitive behavioral therapy. She is a speaker and a Christian life coach where she helps people to recognize and overcome, mm -hmm, see what I did there, limiting beliefs and negative mindsets and help them to discover and step into their God-given purpose. Um, And so Lauren has such a powerful story. And yeah, listen in.
can tell me about your, when you were diagnosed with your condition, what it's about and how it sort of affected your life. didn't get diagnosed until four years ago, but the fainting started when I was 14. So for 20 years, <laughs> I didn't have a diagnosis. Yeah, so they gave me a diagnosis about four, four years ago now, and they basically said there wasn't a cure or treatment for it. So um, with that and then telling me not to drive anymore, um, I went into state of depression and was self-harming as well. And and when did the sort of, I mean, when you were told that you can't drive anymore and it's sort of, of course, going to really affect your life in other things, um, when did the depression and self-harm kick in? Was it when you were still um, quite younger or after your diagnosis? And just take us through that, like how, what happened. Well, in 2000, and, what was it? it must have been 2000, 2001, um, I started self-harming, um, but it wasn't related to the condition and um, other things that started it. And then in 2003, I attempted suicide. And then I was, well, two years after that, I gave my life to Jesus. And then it wasn't until I got this diagnosis and they told me that there wasn't a cure and I had my driving license and basically my freedom taken away that I went into a state of depression again. I thought I was just grieving. I thought I was just sad. Um, but after a month or two, I realised it was more than that and went to get help. So, yeah, I, I realised that <laughs> it wasn't just a simple, oh, I'm just, just sad. I'm just grieving the loss of <laughs> the car and my freedom and everything. Um, and it was more than that and I needed help. So, yeah, that's what I did. And it's interesting that in the midst of all that, uh, Jesus found you and you gave your life to him. Um, perhaps take us through that. Like, where were you or what happened um, for you to be able to say, okay, you know what, I'll, I'll accept Christ as my savior. Um, so I actually gave my life to Jesus when I was 20. Um, and my relationship with him was, was fine. It was good. It was uh, well, amazing. <laughs> Despite all the situations that happened between that time and well, what carried 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 on for quite a while. Um, I was in a codependent relationship, homeless, poverty, all of that, um, and then the fainting was on and off. So, but my faith, I. That didn't go anywhere. I learned to lean into him and experience his peace amongst those times. Um, but there were times, like I became I got divorced and I was a single mum, and then things were going great. I'd finally get my driving license, and yeah, and then it happened again. And I think where I was on my own with the kids, that was the trigger because I'd, I'd been given the, oh, my driving license and the car and freedom of working and 
having a life and then having that taken away with without anyone else in the house apart from the kids with me um that it was probably more intense and the fact that i'd been given my diagnosis but told that there wasn't a cure or treatment it just felt like you know what this is it this is my life i'm i'm stuck indoors i some days i couldn't even get up i was shuffling around on my bottom <laughs> because every time i even tried to stand up i would just black out um and i just went into that place of depression my daughter was doing everything for me bless her she was amazing she was so good but it made me feel like a burden i wasn't the mum that i wanted to be or in my head should be um i felt useless i felt hopeless i, I felt sorry for myself <laughs> and with that having that not doctors not being able to do anything for me was like it was it was gut-wrenching and it was horrific and yeah i suppose the depression came without it just crept up on me and i hadn't yeah i didn't i couldn't do anything about it and i was i self-harming looking back now i can see that it was a form of something that i was in control of it was that being out of control that was my issue and I hadn't noticed it or realised that at the time. It's just hindsight that I realised that. So, um, but yeah, I became fed up with that after a period of time of being in that pit and that valley. I, I, I felt like I was done, and I just, I just one day I literally threw myself on the ground to God, and I was crying my eyes out and just screaming at him, saying, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Get me out of here. I don't, I don't want to be in this situation anymore. And I don't know what was going through my head. Maybe I was like, I didn't want to be on this world, but obviously I wasn't, I wasn't going to take my life because I had kids and I knew that God was there because I've had that experience and I've had that relationship with him. So I wasn't going to do that, but I wanted some sort of release. So I just like, I cried out to him and I asked him for his help. And um, yeah, from there, that was the beginning. And I just needed to submit to him. And he wanted me to. Looking back, I can see that that's what he wanted me to do. Um, just take my focus off the limiting limitations and those negative thoughts and situations because that's where my focus was on. So I took it off of that and put it onto him. And by doing that, I built, rebuilt that relationship with God. And it was almost like giving him all my pain. I gave him everything and just <laughs> left him to deal with it, basically. And that was the start of that journey and that process of healing and coming into that relationship with him and sense of purpose so um yeah so what did that mean um is that when you started mindful of christ or 
how was that now journey from the time of surrender yeah that is exactly so it must have been two three must have been three weeks after I submitted to him I just gradually came back to him and because I felt he was reaching out to me um I had this book on my shelf which I which literally bookshelf full of Christian books and some of them I'd read some of them I hadn't but I hadn't touched any of them for ages this one book leapt out at me called Toxic Emotions um Mary Alice is left and it sounded like she was speaking to me and God was speaking to me through this book. And then with that, I began to pray more, uh, worship more and just rebuild that relationship with him. And I learned to see that he was there and I learned to hear him again. And he said to me, I want, I want you to write. And he said to me, he wanted me to blog. And I didn't know what blogging was. I was really confused. I was like, and I argued with him. I said, I wasn't ready. I'm not in the right place. I'm, I'm still not there. And he was like, no, I want you to do this now. So I had to research what blogging was and how to get started with it. And so I did. And yes, that was three years ago last week. I got a notification on WordPress saying I've been doing it for three years now. Um, and yeah, Mindfulness Christ was born and it was the start beginning the first few blog posts you can see the state of mind that I was in um I, I wasn't out of it but I wasn't in as deep as I was it being that depression that I was in that valley I was in you can see like reading if you read it in chronological order you can you can see my journey and how it's grown um and developed as my relationship with him has developed. Um, yeah, and yeah, so I resubmitted, and through doing that, I've been stepping into his purpose for my life. I mean, I thought I was gonna, because I was doing a university degree when all of that stuff was happening, and I thought I was gonna go on to be a social worker after that, but obviously that's, that's when, the same thing became bad again and I was that's another reason why I became depressed because I was my purpose Lord why am I here but I I that's when I submitted to him and I stopped thinking you know what it's not about me it's about you God um and that's why submitting to him and looking at him is so important it's just he's helped me change my mindset so through that belief and that faith and what he's helped me through, he took me through, well, he put CBT on my path. I went through um, CBT. Um, I was on antidepressants, but obviously I'm off them now. Um, and it just helped me at that really tough time. But he taught me through scripture and has done, courses now so I've got a diploma in CBT I wouldn't call myself a therapist but I've I've got um all the mental health stuff I did on the degree um so now I've I've learned I've learned that he wants us to focus on him and so hence my blog so it started with what is your focus on is your mind full of the negativity or your situation or is your mind full of Christ 
hence months of Christ. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. And it's interesting how he used your pain um, for a purpose because, yes, you went through mental health issues, but um, here you are coaching people and using cognitive behavioral therapy as well um, to help people. So, of course, there was a reason <laughs> why he told you to blog, even when you didn't know about it. Um, but I wanted to find out from you, Lauren, what, I mean, there are people, I think we're in a world where um, we've just seen a huge increase in mental health issues. People feel tormented, feel, people feel there's no hope. Um, and it's even amongst us Christians um, or the church. Um, what would you say can help people through, I mean, away from just submission to Christ, um, what can help people through their healing and getting um, sound, like a sound mind um, in terms of mentally? Well, all the, the, the basics in your relationship with God, so prayer, reading the scripture, but not just talking to him, but stopping and listening to him as well. And I mean, I'd like to say it's as simple as turn your focus off of that and onto him I mean it, it, in a nutshell that is basically what we're doing but there are ways of combating and overcoming our lack of confidence our limiting beliefs our self-talk um, and, and there are exercises that I do with my clients that can, can help them over, overcome that Oh, we've got a couple of things. So you, you can affirmation. It's it's about repetition and forming habits. So the more you practice something, even if that's not in your nature, the more we practice and repeat something, the it then goes from your head to your heart, and it becomes part of your second nature. Um, I did a Bible affirmation freebie poster. So I'm I'm happy to pass that on to you for your audience if you like. So it's not talking about those negative thoughts like I'm not good enough or I can't do this or I'm useless or I'm ugly. We're not. We are wonderfully made. We can't just pick and choose what we believe from the Bible. He tells us that we're wonderfully made. He tells us that we're chosen. He tells us that we're a conqueror. He tells us that with him we are powerful. So it's really useful to just repeat those biblical affirmations and yeah the, the more you do it you'll start to believe it even and then the word of god says that um our tongues are powerful they hold life and death so um just the same way that we speak what we speak into our lives using the word of god of course as our reference um thank you so much for that god asked me to write a book event at which was published in January. Um, it's a book and a course. It's called Christian-Based Cognitive Behavioural Therapy. So it's a combination of CBT. So for those of you who don't yet know what CBT is, it is a talking therapy, which is actually classed as one of the best talking therapies in the world now. And therapists and use it in their practices with their clients and it is a way of retraining your mind processes and your thoughts so turning it from one way of thinking and believing to another 
so with this book I can I combined those practices, questionings and techniques with scripture, prayer, biblical meditation and the book also includes testimonies as well. Um it's a course of eight sessions and I recommend doing it weekly on a weekly basis or a fortnightly basis so you have time to implement the techniques and do the homework and there's space for journaling in there too um yeah and i also offer coaching um but alongside the book i can offer accountability and support as well um so with my clients i we literally we meet on zoom and or online whichever's preferable and we go through the book and i'm there for for support and accountability and just, just help them if they're struggling to answer questions or they're struggling with certain bits. Um, yeah, and, and we go through that. So that's called Christian-Based Cognitive Behavioural Therapy and it's available on Amazon or through my website, which is www.mindfulchrist.net. And you can have a look at coaching and the blog feed. Um, the blog is full of posts which talk about mental health, faith and purpose and yeah there's there's plenty on there and there's resources on there as well so anyone who's listening who's struggling with those depressive thoughts or limiting beliefs just to hang in there whether you feel it or not god is with you but reach out reach out to him reach out to someone that you trust or your local church, the leaders of your church, and reach out to someone. You don't have to be alone. You are not alone. I mean, it's okay not to be okay, but just know that God loves you. love how she said that um, we just need to remind ourselves about what the word of God says about us so read your Bible guys read your Bible and know what God says if you want to connect with Lauren and know more about her um, you can visit her website mindfulofchrist.net and I've put all the links below in the show notes um, her Facebook, YouTube, Instagram and her website if you'd like to get her book um, that she mentioned about the Christian based cognitive behavioral behavioral therapy um, it's available on Amazon and I have put that link in uh, I have put that link below and also the freebie that she mentioned about biblical affirmations it's a poster I have linked it also below so you can check it out and also continually remind yourself of what God tells you or God says about you great um yeah so let me know what you thought about the episode let me know what you're thinking um i have amazing guests who have offered to share their stories of healing um and if you'd like to get featured there's a google form in the link below it will only take you less than five minutes by the way to fill it out um and if you'd like to financially support this podcast um i've also put a direct link below you can give via mpesa airtel money or paypal because this is indeed my ministry 
but I love to hear from you. So please feel free to follow, subscribe, add to favorite, review, rate, wherever you listen to this podcast on. And um, yeah, let, give me feedback. Send me a DM at Overcome Today on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or drop me an email, overcometodaypodcast at gmail.com. So until next week, bless.